0: Was a judge there in over Israel, and uh, you know from time to time the Philistines would come out and and uh, harass the people, and we see here this is one of those times, and and so Samson is on the scene, and it says that when he came to Lehi, the Philistines came shouting against him. Then the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him, and the ropes that were on his arms became like flax that is burned with fire, and his bonds broke loose from his hands. He found a fresh jawbone of a donkey, reached out his hand, and took it, and killed a thousand men with it. Then Samson said, with the jawbone of a donkey, heaps upon heaps, with the jawbone of a donkey, I've slain a thousand men. And so it was when he had finished speaking that he threw the jawbone from his hand and called the place Ramath Lehi. All right. Now, this is where we're going to get to today. All right. So we've seen here in verse 18 is where we're going to start. We see here that Samson's on the scene. We see that a thousand Philistines had came out against him. And the Bible says that the spirit of the Lord came upon Samuel and he picked up one of the first things that he found. And we're not going to get into that. But he picked up the jawbone of a donkey and he slew a thousand Philistines with this jawbone. The Bible says that when he finished, he threw the jawbone aside. All right. But a thousand men, he slain a thousand men right now. And verse 18 says, then he became very thirsty. So he cried out to the Lord and said, you have given this great deliverance by the hand of your servant.'" And now shall I die of thirst and fall into the hand of the uncircumcised. So we see here that afterwards, maybe I shouldn't use this analogy, but I'm going to. Has anybody in here ever been in a fight before, a fight, a good old fist fight? If you ever been in a real good fist fight, one of the very, you, you get down and you you become so weary that, you know, Usually a, a fight doesn't last very long. A, a real fight, usually it doesn't last very long. All right, you get really tired. You get to the point to where you can't even lift your arms up. I mean, you just, you know what I mean? And you're thirsty afterwards. It's like, give me something to drink. Samson was this at this point. He probably couldn't hardly lift his arms after he had taken that jawbone and killed a thousand men. And he had such a great thirst that whether it was real or whether it was imagined, he thought he was going to die of thirst after this fight. Literally to where he called out to God and says, Look, God, if you don't do something, I'm going to die right here on the spot. I'm going to fall. I'm going to become so weak that I fall into the hand of the Philistines and these Philistines that I just killed a thousand men are going to overtake me if, if you don't do something right now. All right. And it says, So God split the hollow place that is in Lehi, and water came out, and he drank, and his spirit returned, and he revived. Now, I imagine a hollow place as an indention. Something that's been... Leveled out. You know what I mean? Or not leveled out, but something that's been hollowed out. All right? And the Bible says that water came out of that hollow place. And stay with me. Water came out of that hollow place. That is in Lehi. And he drank, and his spirit returned, and he revived. Therefore, he called its name in. HaKor, if I'm pronouncing that right, which is in Lehi to this day. Stay with me. So at the time that the book of Judges was written, and the Bible says that he judged Israel for 20 more years after that. 20 more years Samson was a judge after that. But he took, and it says water came forth And he drunk and his spirit returned again to him. Sometimes we get in that same situation. Now this is not the only time. You'll find another reference where God caused water to come out of a rock back over in the book of Exodus. The children of Israel, I believe it's Exodus chapter 17, the children of Israel are out in the middle of the wilderness, out in the middle of a desert. They get out there and they're thirsty. And they begin to complain and they begin to murmur and they begin to say, why would you bring us all the way out here to the desert to die of thirst? To the point that they were about ready to pick up stones and stone Moses. And God caused water to come out of a rock and supplied that whole great number of people with water. But I want to take you back here to the hollow place. There was a hollow place there and God caused water to come forth out of that hollow place. I want you to think for just a second. Now, there's a lot of things we're going to get your snack ready. There's a lot we're going to unpack here. I, I ain't going to keep you long. Don't, don't worry. But all of us have a hollow place in us. We have a place that feels empty, a place that feels weak. Place that feels vulnerable, pronouncing that right. A place that feels lonely, a place that feels defeated, a place where we feel overcome, we feel desolate, we feel weary. Stay with me. We're going to, because God brought that water out of that hollow place. But in the midst, in the midst of where Samson was, he just had a great battle, a great victory. And then he turns right around and he says, I'm getting ready to die if you don't do something. Something is about to happen if you don't do something, God right now and so we see I want to read just a little bit here let me turn back I want to give you a few bits of information on this that word or that name in Hakor, there again I'm from pronouncing that right means spring of the caller spring of the caller that place at the time that that book was written judges said was still there that hollowed out place in the midst of after that great battle and in the midst of where he thought he was, he was, thought he was about to die of thirst, he thought he was about to be overcome, afraid he was going to fall into the hands of the enemy. He called out to God, God, I need a drink. I need to be saturated. I, listen, I, some of y'all might be in that same place this morning where you think God is not listening. God is not hearing. I feel defeated. I feel if I if something doesn't happen right now, I'm going to be overcome. I'm gonna I'm going to be overtaken. Something is going to take place. But I, I want to tell you this morning that at that time when Samson called out to God and God caused the water to come out of that hollow place, that even as the book of Judges was being written, you know, decades later after after this event took place, is when the book of Judges. Maybe I don't know several decades later after this event took place, the Bible says that they were still drinking from that same hollowed out place. It says here, therefore he called the, its name in hakor which is in lehi to this day as the time of this writing i'm here to tell you this morning what you're going through could be a situation what samson went through produced results for generations after samson had already left the scene the the children of israel were still drinking from that hollowed out place what you're going through this morning is not just i want you to think about this what you have been through the experiences you've been through in your life are not just for you What God has caused or allowed, if you will, to come into your life is not just for you. But when you call out to God and God causes the waters to come forth out of the hollow place, there was generations of those that came after Samson that were still drinking from that hollowed out place that God brought the water from. Now, I know, understand, I know some of you are sitting there with blank looks on your face. I'm here to tell you, over in the book of John, the Bible says Jesus talks about living water. You have a hollowed out place on the inside of you, and the Bible says that you have living water that is, is residing on the inside of you that is just waiting to burst forth. Just waiting to be opened up. But we get it in our mind that it's it's not just for you. It could be for your children or your children's children or your children's children's children. It could be for a generation yet to be born. And God is trying to pull that out of you. You understand what I'm saying? God, there are, there are things on the inside of you that if you will ask God, He will break that hollow place and living waters will begin to flow out of your spirit. And you will be satisfied, but not only you will be satisfied, but your children will be satisfied, your children's children, and everybody you come in contact with is going is to drink from that well. We look at this as a little church. Listen, folks, this is a place that not only... I thank God. How long have we had this church now? Twenty-five. My my kids were brought up in this church. They've been blessed. But my prayer is if the Lord tarries that long after you're gone and I'm gone that this church can... and. and that this church is established. And not only will my children be blessed, but my children's children will be blessed in this church. You understand what I'm saying? That my friends and my my family will be blessed from this church, from the living water that's flowing from this church. That this is life-producing here. That water that came out of that hollow place was life producing. But it it did not just produce life and and, and satisfy Samson, but it produced life and, and, uh, and, and everything else for a whole generation of people after Samson. you understand my point in this? That people were blessed because Samson called out to God in his time of anguish, in his time of pain, in his time that he thought, I, I, if, if, if you don't do something, now I'm going to die, God. You understand sometimes we look at things and we think this is the worst situation it could be when in all actuality god's about to do something spectacular that's not just going to affect you but it's going to affect everybody around you that god's going to take that situation that you're in right now and if you will allow him to break and, and cause water to come forth out of that hollow place that it's going to it's going to change your life and it's going to change everybody else's life around you I told you I wasn't going to keep you long, so I'm going, to, I'm going to hold to my word. I want to give you a couple of scriptures real quickly, and we're, we're going to probably be dismissed here this morning. I want to ch- turn over to John chapter 7 with me. Book of John, Gospel of John, chapter 7. Verses 37 and 39, I believe, is where we're at. On the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried out, saying, If anyone thirst, let him come to me and drink. He who believes in me, as the Scripture has said, out of his heart will flow living waters. Out of his heart will flow living waters but he, but this he spoke concerning the spirit whom those believing in him would receive for the Holy Spirit was not yet given because Jesus was not yet glorified Jesus was speaking of the Holy Spirit would break forth out of these people out of the followers out of the disciples out of those that loved him out of those that trusted him that that Holy Spirit would break forth out of that hollow place on the inside of them and it would be living water that would begin to flow and it would affect not... Look, that Spirit that was poured out upon these believers, you are still the recipients of that hollow place that was broke open right there. You understand what I'm telling you? You are the recipients now. And just as the book of Judges it said as the, at the time of this writing that hollowed out place was still producing water at the time of me speaking here this morning what Jesus just spoke is still producing life here today. You are the recipients of what he spoke of right there. And your children's children will also be the recipients of this as well. Everybody follow me? I want to turn over to John chapter 4 real quickly. This is going to be a short message. Verse 6, John chapter 4, verse 6. Now Jacob's well was there. Jesus, therefore, being wearied from his journey, set thus by the well. And it was about the sixth hour. And a woman of Samaria came to draw water. Jesus said to her, give me a drink. For his disciples had gone away into the city to buy food, and the woman of Samaria said to him, How is it that you, being a Jew, ask a drink from me, a Samaritan woman? For the Jews have no dealings with Samaritans. Verse 10 is what we want to look at. And Jesus answered and said to her, Woman, I'm paraphrasing. If, if you knew the gift of God and who it was you were talking to, woman, if you had any idea who's sitting at this well right now, who's asking you for a simple drink of water, if you had any idea Who you was speaking to at this time. He said. And who it was that says. Give me a drink. You would have asked him. And he would have given you. Living water. If you had any idea this morning. If you could begin to fathom. Who it was. That was not me. Who it is that's speaking to you this morning? Not me. Who it is that's that's come to your well this morning? Amen. Who it is that's calling out to you this morning, saying, "Give me a drink, ma'am, sir, woman, man, dude, dudette, whoever." If you had any idea who it was that was calling your name this morning you would you would lord pour it on me lord open the floodgates and let it rain this morning Let that Holy Ghost living water just begin to flood through this entire place this morning. Lord, I would be like Peter. Don't just wash my feet, but wash my head, wash my hair, wash my... Pour it on this morning, God. Just open it up and let it go this morning. If you had any idea. If you had any idea... You'd say, Lord, don't just stop there, but uh, dump the whole bucket on me right now. Dump the whole thing on me. And that, I'm telling you, there's a hollowed place in each one of us this morning. There's a hollowed place in each one of us this morning that God wants to break open and let that living water begin to pour out of you this morning. Amen. Just let it begin to pour out of you this morning. God wants to say, I'm going to break that place wide open this morning. I'm going to tell you that every time you come into church, God wants to split this place wide open. Wherever you're at, all you've got to do is say, Lord, I'm thirsty. Lord, I'm th- just open up that hollow place, God, and let me drink this morning from Your well. But no, we sit so reserved, and we sit so proper, and we just and and, and but if we had I- if you had any idea who was calling unto you this morning, you wouldn't worry about where you're going to be in the next thirty minutes. Now, I'm not trying to, but you understand what I'm saying. I got places to be myself, so I'm not trying to encourage anybody to be here any longer than they have to today. But you understand my point in all this. If we could just recognize, call out, you would be blessed. I guarantee you everybody that you know would be blessed. Generation after generation was blessed because Samson said, Lord, I'm thirsty during this time. Lord, I'm about to die if you don't do something right now. And the name of the spring was called the spring of the caller. The spring of the call, the one who called upon God. I want to be. I want to be a blessing to where I, I want people to be. I want people. I want my children to be blessed. I want, whenever I have grandchildren, picking on my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody is exempt when I'm up here. So, <laughs> but I want. You understand what I'm saying? I want to be a blessing. And I want others to be a blessing. I don't need history books to write my name. But I want to be a blessing and I want to leave a legacy behind. To where you might not even know. They might not even know. Years from now, they might not ever really know how this church began. But I want this church to be a legacy. I want my life to be a legacy. No, no great articles written about me. Nothing like that. But my point is, I want, I want my prayer life to be, maybe those people didn't even know I was ever praying for them. But their life was changed because I prayed. You understand what I'm saying? might not ever know it until we get to heaven. But I want want to be that kind of legacy where lives of people are changed and touched. No great articles written. Just a legacy of good fruit.